Down, hosted by Nate Ulrich and myself, Jacob Novak. This is a podcast where two everyday creative people try to break through the noise and do creative things. This week, we're joined by Rohan Bandikar and Daniel Malidi as we discuss their upcoming film for their senior capstone, as well as their journey in jumpstarting a studio and a creative community. So, let's get into it. some friends. We have Rohan Bandekar and Dan Malidi here. They're working on their capstone projects, their senior capstone projects, uh, and they're seniors. They're integrated media arts majors. We call them program of emphasis at Juniata. But it's a whole thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a whole thing. That's right. <laughs> we're very excited that they're on the show. Uh, Jacob, please uh, be with me in this nice warm welcome to uh, these two great, wonderful people from Juniata. Yes, welcome. And and you guys have a great setup going on that we see over FaceTime. Thank you. Yeah, we're um we're in the DMS actually, which if you know what Juniata College is, the DMS is kind of like a studio in the basement of a really old building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it can be uh uh a spacious place where you can uh make videos, but sometimes it's not and we just tear it down and make weird stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a weird 80s show. <laughs> Uh, we should note DMS stands for Digital Media Studio. Oh, acronyms and Juniata. That's another whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I want to put it out there right now that we, Jacob and I, we don't uh, usually just choose Juniata people because... You know, there's a lot of other creative people out there, but there's so it just many. So happens. It just so happens. There's so many really awesome uh, people at Juniata and young folks who are trying to jump into this really hectic world of you know creating stuff. Especially seniors now, uh, you're going to be looking into trying to get, probably get jobs here real soon. Uh, and there are some neat things that you're doing to either build out your portfolio, uh, strengthen it, or what, or whatever it is that you're up to. Uh, and it's a an important time to connect and network. And so we're hoping that something like this can, you know, we can find Juniata folks because they're such great people and pair them with some wonderful jobs. I know we have some listeners out there, a lot of listeners out there actually, who are uh, young professionals out in the media world. Uh, And so we're really excited to talk about your senior capstone project. Uh, But but before we get to that, there's something that we like to ask. Jacob, do you want to ask the question? Yeah. So we always like to, you know, we're bad at introductions like who better to introduce yourselves than yourself so exactly. we always like to ask uh what do you call what do you call yourselves oh, you're asking yes us to, like personally or <laughs> personally as a as a duo either way okay how do you market yourself yeah give us all the good stuff what and we also like to add what's you put on your linkedin <laughs> uh hi guys i am daniel Malidi, the student vlogger at juniata college uh, we're we're playing around with the term vlogger because it's you know has uh, a certain connotation to it. So I'm also a uh, media content creator for a public f- uh, education institution. An influencer. I'm an influencer of sorts. <laughs> yeah. That's my that's my jive. Hello, I'm Rohan. I also am a senior at Juniata College with a major in integrated media arts. I do a lot of video stuff as well. Uh, I make a lot of videos for. The YouTube channel for Juniata College alongside Daniel Malady. And uh, I've been doing video ever since I got to Juniata. And um, right now we've kind of reached a point where we feel like we're comfortable enough to make a movie, much like y'all did in your senior year. <laughs> and we have kind of started a studio of sorts. 
and we call ourselves the 114 Banana Studios, also known as 114 Banana Studios. A lot of bananas when you think about it. Okay, you're <laughs> going to need to walk me through all aspects of that name. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, great question. Yes. Um, to fund our very first film night that we ever threw, we uh, organized this event where <laughs> we <laughs> we bought all the bananas that we could at the local grocery store, and then we stole all the bananas from the dining hall, so anyone that wanted bananas could not get their bananas. And then we sold them out front of the uh, the dining hall while promoting our film night. Uh, and that's oh, the, wow. the bananas part. Would you like to explain the 114? 114. So if you go to Juniata College, there is a building called... Keppel Hall, it is a building that's dedicated mm -hmm. to uh, students in digital media and studio arts. And there is this one classroom called Keppel 114, which was where we uh, kind of took our first class together in digital video production one with our professor, Jared LeGrew. And that's where it all started. That's where the love and passion for video started. So we kind of wanted to dedicate a name for a studio yeah. after uh, a classroom in Keppel. We've slept nice. there many, many nights. We have. We carry our toothbrushes <laughs> and ramen and milk Food. and cereal. All types of things. <laughs> All together of at course. the same time. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. And bananas, maybe. And bananas. Oh, hey, come on. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, that's I, awesome. I like that. That's a very a, a very personal, but also it is kind of like, yeah, it's a cool name. I like that. The Chin Potassium. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, and do, you have a, do you have a logo? Oh, we do have we do. a logo. I know this is a pod, but I just I recall as a student when I was a student that one of the first things uh, that one of our professors uh, would tell us is that if you have a logo, you have to have a story behind it. You have to tell people why that works, and you guys have that, which is why I, it went my mind went straight to the logo. <laughs> so, so that's neat. I hope there's some sort of banana uh, involved yeah. in that. Oh, there's I plenty. You'd be <laughs> so surprised and delighted. Yes. It's 114. 114 of those. Yeah. <laughs> we fit it all in there. That's cool. Before we even get into, you know, your capstone and things that you're working on now, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the kinds of videos or just projects that you take on and like what direction you like to take? Like, do you like narrative? Do you like more documentary kind of work or the you know, like lifestyle kind of things like, like being a student vlogger? What's kind of your wheelhouse? I think we have... Two very distinct wheelhouses yeah. here. Um, All right, I think that's a great first. question for the two of us. You should go first. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> kind. Um, <laughs> when it comes to the content creation side of what we do at the DMS, I tend to like narrative style videos. Um, kind of have a through line that keeps the audience going. You know, you have your ups and downs and the slow release of information that might keep people interested. The hero's journey. The hero's journey of, you know, ranking lawns at Juniata is something I did. Um, but that doesn't have to be all that uh, some vloggers do. Some people do uh, lifestyle stuff. Rohan made an April Fool's Day video for, like, the Juniata Space Program, something that wasn't real, right. but, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure everyone was sold on it. Um, yeah. But... When it comes to me personally, I like taking something really small that no one could ever care about and blowing it up to uh, a size of epic proportions so that you absolutely <laughs> must care about it and pay attention to it. Uh, that is my favorite thing to do with video. Uh, when it comes to audio, uh, which is something I'm a little bit more in the vein of, uh, I really like uh, the experience of audio. Uh, Rohan and I both share this love of surround sound and spatial audio and telling stories with audio uh, is something I'm getting better at. It's really hard to do uh, in a way that isn't yeah. like tacky. There's a lot of technical sides to things, but 
um, yeah, I, I like story. Story is pretty neat and experience. Mm-hmm. Nice. Big audio guy. Also big. Um, the, the fact about the fact that you can blow things up to epic proportions is very true. And I can attest to that. To this day, he's known as Lawn Man Dan in certain oh, areas mm-hmm. of um, this place name. called Juniata. <laughs> um, I um, make videos. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge story guy. Um, I like cinematic stuff. Um, I like my 30 frames, my 60 frames, my 120 frames per second. If you're a video nerd, you know what I mean. Um, I love lighting. Uh, as you can see in this setup that we've got going, <laughs> I set this up, lighting up myself. Um, yeah, so there's got a, some blue and and is that red? Oh, uh, lights going on behind, or is it more orangeish? Yeah, okay. we're orange, going for the yeah. the teal and orange look that every cinema, oh, every every DP go. wants. You see, we're going for the back of gotcha. a cop car, yeah, kind of look. Or the back of a cop car, yes. <laughs> I, I think teal and orange is more appropriate, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm more on the visual side of things. Um, I love telling stories through visual uh, medias. Um, even without dialogue, so the concept of showing, not telling. Um, mm-hmm. I love that stuff a lot. Uh, in terms of the videos I make at Juniata, I do a lot of um, deep dives. So I would I would usually take a topic and just dive into it and go as far as possible. Um, one of my favorite videos um, isn't about deep diving, but it's about, uh, it's <laughs> the Juniata space program. It's the prank video that I made. Um, it was so much fun to make because it was like an inside inside job. Like it had to be kept confidential until like the first of April. And all these professors, I made them sign like I made them shake <laughs> on an a an, an handshake NDA, and like they had to keep <laughs> it a secret. And then once it got out, it, like it started out as a very serious thing, and then people were talking about it, and yeah. then people fell for it. And I loved the fact that it kind of just happened. And we're as as a college, we're like we're showing this kind of like fun side. Of a, of a college at a professional marketing level. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the kind of stuff I do. I, I have seen that video, but for those who haven't, can you describe what the Junior Out of Space Program video <laughs> is? Oh, well, my pleasure. So the Junior Out of Space Program was a an initiative that was uh, started by um, the founders of Junior College back in 1876, right? They had <laughs> they had the forethought to go to space because that's the next frontier. Ahead of their time. Uh, they were way ahead of their time. Mm-hmm. So the, the whole thing starts off with the president of the college saying that our founders had a lot of forethought. Yeah, I got the president of the college in on this. And then we <laughs> move on to like the physics professors who are like going to teach the first class in space. <laughs> and uh, one of our buildings is secretly a space uh, launch facility. And I had an animation where the building, uh, I, I zoomed in with uh, Google Earth and I, and the whole thing became like animated into a space launch facility. Uh, so that's when it starts getting more and more absurd and surreal and people catch on and realize it's right. the first of April. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I love that video. I was a big fan <laughs> when it came out. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it, we're due for an explanation of the lawn video too now. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I just, uh, one day I was walking around campus and I noticed that if you've ever walked on Juniata's campus on any weekday ever, you've noticed that there's five or six guys just, I don't know, they're, they're, they're being a little bit of a menace to the, the to the students riding around on riding mowers you might get hit by them you might not uh, and yeah. i make i wanted to know what 
what is like the scope of taking care of Alana at Juniata? Like, who are these people and why do they get paid to do this? Obviously, I didn't want to go into the financial side of things because uh, then things start getting hairy and you can't make a video about it. But I was completely <laughs> intrigued by, like, if so, if I had to go on a riding mower, what um, what what would I have to look at? What are the lawns that I need? Can I do everything with a riding mower, or do I need to like carry scissors around with me, or do I need to like have like an electric shaver? I don't know. Uh, but there, there, there were about 200 lawns, I think I counted, mm -hmm. on this campus. And each of them has a unique <laughs> flavor of personality, kind of like a tea. Uh, they're, they're just kind of like a bunch of tea lawns, you know. You just yeah. compare lawns to teas. I did it, and you're going to like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I get it. I get it. It's a good, yeah. it's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. That's great. I, uh, I think it's important here, if we dissect some of these, is that... Uh, you know your audience. So these videos do not have any impact on anyone outside of Juniata, right? Potentially anyone outside of even Huntingdon, right? And so knowing the audience is one of that first thing. So if you're going to tell a great story, right? If you're going to tell a story, whether that's with audio, video, whatever, it's that audience. And and it's because you guys were able to nail that, that you used the head of the hammer on the nail, the head of the nail, whatever the saying is, that had such an impact. So the idea that we're creating stuff to have an impact is very important. And I think that's so awesome that you guys were able to do that so well. Because, I mean, that reached, those videos reached out to alumni. Like, Jacob and I had been outside of the school already for a year, probably. And we were still uh, consuming yeah. this stuff and, and enjoying it, right? So I, I think that's awesome. I just I thought I'd had to add yeah, that. Know your audience. Yeah. I think we should um, we should write that down. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> look at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's ahead of the curve. <laughs> yep, yep, that's for sure. That's for sure. Oh well. Now, so why don't we kind of get into, you know, what you're up to now? We we've mentioned that you are, uh -oh. are planning on doing a senior capstone, uh, and for those who might not know, that's basically like the you know your final project, basically uh, something that if you're in the uh, digital media uh, field at Juniata. It's something that kind of just consumes your whole senior year and is your your you know your heart, basically, right? So, so what's the process been for you guys so far? That's a that's a loaded question. <laughs> this is like week two, and we feel like we're in finals week already because we're just going. We're working on a day to day basis. Every week yep. is finals week for this project. Yep. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. So yep. um, our capstone project. We, so kind of like getting to how we got here, um, both of us have been friends for the f last three years and we've worked on multiple projects and multiple clubs together and um, we've kind of just like always been um, a, a great support, a great complement to each other's work, uh, which coming into senior year, uh, we both knew that we wanted to do something uh, with our senior capstone, and uh, we were like, huh, what if we, we make a movie? Uh, we have the two big aspects of things. So we have the visuals and we have the audio, and we can learn everything else along the way <laughs> and kind of like do this one last project together before we graduate and make it big. Yeah. So that's kind of how it all started, and we're here now. We sent out a an information form, like a, an interest form, uh, to everybody uh, who might be interested and we got about 30 committed students uh, who nice. are a part of the one, 114 banana studios and and daniel said this wonderful thing the other day 
And I want you to repeat that. <laughs> uh, I know exactly what he's referring to because I have beautiful memory. Uh, <laughs> I One time, long ago, I said that we're trying to build a studio for our project. And then the studio is going to make a movie. We're not making the movie, but we're going to make something great that's going to make the movie great. Right. So there's a there's a sense of camaraderie. We have a, a team of like, we have a writing team and, and they've been dedicated in the last three weeks, two weeks, just writing things because they want to. They're, some of them are getting credit for this, but like nobody's doing it because it's a job. Right. Everybody's doing it because they're excited about it. And there's that sense of like that passion, that camaraderie, that people want to be a part of this. And that's what kind of made our day. That That's what made us kind of put in more effort because there are these people that believe in us and we got to make sure that what we make is something that's as influential to them as it is to us as well. It's their project as well as our project. Yeah. Hmm. Let me let me let me paint a picture really quick for uh, for all of our viewers. Um, so imagine that everyone working on the project is an astronaut that's trapped in some some sort of floating space junk, right? And now imagine <laughs> that there was a bigger ball of mass just out there in the universe. You could call it the moon, you could call it a planet, but everyone is flying towards this planet at a crazy speed. And it could turn out like the moon where there's a bunch of impact craters on it and it's a really inhabitable place. But we're trying to make uh, this sort of system where all these people that are flying in from absolutely nowhere towards the same place can land safely on the planet and we could work together instead of crashing into the planet and everything <laughs> explodes and everyone dies and the studio burns down. Oh my wow. god. <laughs> in his in his defense, he's only had two weeks of the Juniata space program. So it's still early in the semester. Still early I'll be more semester. knowledgeable at the end <laughs> of this year. End of the semester, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. But yes. Uh, uh speaking of people who've already landed on the planet of having done a capstone, can we can we kind of flip um, flip the question back to you and, turning. and uh, kind of talk about how you started and why you started uh, doing what you're doing. Because the two of us got together, and I know the two of y'all got together to do kind of the same thing. Two so. beautiful projects. Two beautiful projects. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> coffee, coffee video and a crazy X-Men, Y-Men. Well, Nate, uh when did we first start like really working together on stuff because i mean you transferred over junior year and i knew you but i didn't really know you mm -hmm. uh was it was it the beginning of senior year yeah yeah because uh the first the first year i think i've talked about this the first year i was on campus for one semester and then i studied abroad so i kind of met people and this was before both you, Rohan, and Daniel were even on campus. <laughs> we graduated in 2019. You guys are going to graduate this year. Anyways, uh, yeah, so our senior year. So we, we had one year together, uh, and we really developed uh, and became close friends uh, the last semester through singing together and, and living together. But yeah. no, initially, you hadn't. You were the leader of the VPT. You, you were the main manager uh, and I was trying to get a job on campus and yeah. uh, I needed a job. And so that that was the first first thing. But I think we talked about this previously. We had just a love to create something, create stuff. Yeah. We needed we needed to do that. And it just tur so turns out that this senior project, Jacob had this idea in mind that he was, you know, curating and he always had that love for the Marvels and the comics and all that that, that stuff that I don't understand. <laughs> 
and I was right there for him. Like he was like, how, how are we going to do this? And I said, Jacob, let's just, let's just do it. Let's get the people on board. Just do it. I mean, you have all of these supporters next to you. You had all of the VP, uh, VPT team all together. And all you had to do was jump and, and go in. So for you two, and I'll let the, the mastermind behind it all speak to this, but, but my last word on this is for you two, there is literally nothing holding you back except for the amount of time you have. Because when you graduate college, it is a different world. <laughs> and it is it is not nearly as fun or as stable as college. Okay? You're saying so college is stable? <laughs> college oh is the most stable life you're ever going to have. Probably. I mean, again, different lived experiences, different things going on. But yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely the most stable life that you probably have uh, as creators or creatives. Or whatever you're going to define yourself. So go for it. I mean, you guys already have the list. You guys have a solid start. You have the equipment. You have everything set up. The hardest part, and again, Jacob can speak to this. The hardest part is just staying on track. And when those problems arise, and Jacob will speak to the problems that are, have you know arose during our time, they will come and they will be devastating, but you will still have a final project. Yeah. And that final project is going to be so foundational to you getting a job that you love, whether that's a year from now, two years from now, or three years from now, the work that you make is still relevant because you put so much hard, hard effort and time into it. Uh, so many hard skills and soft skills from just a project like this. Jacob, what else do you have? Well, I'm just thinking back. So uh, my initial project was a little different in that, I mean, like you, I knew that this was something I was going to be uh doing in my senior year doing the senior capstone and doing my film as a project and we've talked about the Wyman a decent amount so I might be repeating myself at some points uh but um I just remember having you know I wanted to first and foremost tell the story of you know the college student who's having a quarter-life crisis uh and you know all of the insecurities and anxieties and things that go with it and it just so happened that my love for Marvel uh, could be the vessel uh, to, you know, convey that message. And then I think of really when, uh, what kind of made me uh, be like, hey, this Nate's guy pretty cool. He should help out when he can was in our thesis meeting with all the other students in uh, the communication department who are doing uh, capstones, whether it's papers. I mm-hmm. mean, everybody else was doing research papers. I was the only one doing a, uh, a right. film. Uh, but we would always be walking out of the classroom and they would be like, I'm so jealous, man. I'm so jealous. <laughs> be like, why don't you just help me out then? <laughs> yeah, I was writing a, I was writing a paper. I, did, I was, my own thesis was a 75 plus page communications research paper. So in addition to mine, I was also doing what I loved and, you know, helping in any way possible. So like you two have it set, at least from what it sounds like, you guys are both working on the one, the one project together. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That is so awesome. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. And so, uh, it, it differs a little bit in that, you know, I came into senior year having this as the general like idea of the story, um, like I had the story idea first more than any, you know, uh, audio or visual goals. Uh, but I think it's really cool that just already from the gate, what this is probably going into week three or four of the semester for you. Um, 
just uh, having, you know, that community of people uh, at your disposal to just help you out and with the writing team. And I'm sure we'll get into, you know, ideas that you have uh, for what the, the project will will be. Uh, but I think it also harkens back to uh, and we haven't mentioned yet uh, back in er, earlier this year, Rohan uh, reached out to me about something that you guys started uh, called the Junietta Creators Club which is also all about building that community uh, of, you know, content creators on campus. Uh, Can you, can you speak a little bit about what the Juniata Creators Club is? Sure. Yes. That's a, that's another great question. Kind of is the foundation to what we're doing today because it kind of started out as the two of us just wanting to get people together and make cool videos or dumb skits or something like that. And we, we tried a a few of that um, sophomore year. Um, and then we were like, and at the time the club was called the YouTube club and we were a bunch of uh, nerds with cameras making <laughs> dumb stuff. Yeah. It was a little more narrow than like a whole range of content creators. Sure. Right. Which, which we learned, um, and we decided to kind of pivot into, uh, the next evolution of the YouTube club, um, called the creators club, uh, which kind of opened up the market to what is outside of YouTube um, and it became more of a community than a production house. Um, it's kind of like a, uh, a community of content creators that go uh, to this college at Juniata College. Uh, kind of like an IMDB for people <laughs> who have been here like yourself and uh, people that will come and everybody's featured on the website uh, with their projects and you can click on those projects um, oh, we have our we have our own website, by the way. It's called junietacreators.com. <laughs> um, so you can click on those projects. You can see the people that worked on it, and each of those contributors will have a creator page themselves, right? So it's yeah. kind of like it serves as a community building, inspiration, as well as archiving uh, the people that were here before us, because that's kind of the biggest thing with with college. It's like there's this group of people that come and go, uh, but it's it's hard to document every cool thing that's happened, which is kind of like why we 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 thought about like archiving and keeping the inspiration alive, because we don't want like four years down the line someone to come in and forget about like why men, you know, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. So like that's the kind of that's the kind of goal we we had. But what what do you think? Why do you th- you came into uh, the Creators Club thinking um, it was it was gonna be more of a a, a community. What was what was your idea? What was your initial goals? Well, um, working at the digital media studio, uh, there's there's this secret box, uh, the the NAS. There's Ooh. this there's this thing that holds all of this data that students have made over the years. It's like 20, 2008 up until the present. I guess mm-hmm. is when they started tracking stuff. <laughs> and one day. I guess we just all got bored and we were looking back through some of the files of people that were here 13 years ago, you know, the same age, same age as us, same people in the same shoes. The campus looks a little different and the cameras were worse, but it was like <laughs> the same concept. And I couldn't believe that, I mean, Keppel Hall was built three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, the year we got here. Yeah, and I couldn't <laughs> like, believe that there was still a community of content creators on campus back then. There, the People were playing with after effects back then it wasn't just go out and film stuff it was intensive work right stuff yeah and yeah <laughs> i i couldn't believe that no one had ever told me about this it was something you had to literally dig through files for i felt like 
was trying to find the 1960 <laughs> commencement ceremony. Right? It wasn't it wasn't easy access. Right. And I just I wish it was online, and I wish all the Juniata creators could see who worked on what and when and why and have a project description and keep it alive. Right. There's like a whole culture around this that people sometimes forget about. Exactly. And speaking of community, what Nate mentioned earlier, like when we get out of college, right? Like this almost serves as a social portfolio. It kind of displays all your work in um, kind of like in collaboration with these other group of creatives that went to the same college it's a resource for students who get out of college and are getting a job in the field of creatives. Uh, it's a resource for alumni to look at a bunch of Juniata creators and see if there's any need for them to hire students. It's a resource for a lot of these different kind of like groups of people. And that's kind of why it's, it's been um, kind of like, it was the biggest project for us mm. last year. Um, and that's kind of, we're, we're now working on making it sustainable. Uh, so it lives on um, after we're gone. And that's kind of the point of it. Yeah. So Awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love that, that whole idea of keeping the current students engaged in the community, but also allowing the memory of the alumni and connections of the alumni to live on. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, the, that's kind of one of the key things about Juniata is everybody remembers their time there. Uh, and you know, has that, that connection that, that pulls them back. So yeah, good on you guys. Yeah. Thank good you. on you guys. <laughs> so our call to action is, and this also applies to me, uh, create that account, like go sign up, go for it. Right. Uh, I think that's awesome. And then potentially who knows, who knows, but maybe it grows. Maybe it's, it goes outside of, you know, Juniata college. Maybe it goes all the way out to the landmark conference or whatever conference you guys are in. Like, <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of small colleges, especially used, used to be like brethren colleges that have a lot of people very similar to us. I, I understand that, that, you know, the larger the network, uh, the greater opportunity there is out there. So that, I mean, that's so cool that you got, you guys started this and you guys had this whole idea and you're going for it and you're going for it. And you did it when you weren't even seniors. You guys were juniors. That was uh, last year. Yes. That was through, through pandemic and everything. Uh, it's, it's incredible what, uh, what these, what these students are doing, Jacob. And, uh, it's very exciting that we can still be a part of it as alumni, as well as all the other alumni out there. So kudos to you guys. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> During our break, we just wanted to remind you that you can be part of the show by emailing us at askwtd at gmail.com. If you have any questions for us, topic suggestions, or general feedback, feel free to reach out and we'll be sure to include you in a future episode. You can also message us if you have any writing prompts for future editions of The Brainbow or subjects to explore in our series, The Art of Things. So once again, that email is askwtd at gmail.com. Anyways, let's get back to it. So, after all of that, uh, can you give us, I mean, obviously not the whole spiel of what your project is going to be, but maybe just a taste of, of the direction that you're thinking of going in? Sure, yes. Uh, I, I think I would, I'll, let, I'll let Daniel speak to this because... Oh, look at this uh, guy. He's always a gentleman. He, nah, you had, you had, you kind of had the seed <laughs> for, for, for everything. Uh, and I'd like to kind of hand the mic to you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, well, <laughs> let me talk a little bit about our idea development process really quick. Um, just so you know <laughs> what we're working with. Uh, when Rohan was like, hey, man, let's make a movie. I was excited. We had both worked on uh, senior projects the year earlier. I had worked on Elios Perez's uh, sci-fi film, The Screen Between Us, and Rohan had worked on mm. Tatum's uh, color, color Me In project. The color Theory Shot Series. And he had worked as the, the DP, and he, he really made it look stunning and beautiful and rich of color. And my goal with working with Ali was to produce a soundtrack that, I mean, that's, that in itself is a monumental it like, is. task. And so coming out of both of those yeah. projects and seeing how it panned out, I think it was a good pairing having the audio guy and the visual guy come together and try and generate stuff. Uh, however, <laughs> it's, movies are not always so strict audio-visual, right? Because, of course, there's the writing, there's the directing, casting, this, that, this, that. There's layers. It's not just audio-visual. That's the end product result. And so when we got started writing, uh, it took us about two months. We'd take FaceTime calls and try and brainstorm <laughs> stuff, but it, you know, it wouldn't come together. We were dealing with floating, floating bits and pieces. And then one night, uh, we sat down in a house and pulled out some index cards. <laughs> I've, I think I got... Six, you got six, and we wrote down prompts for each other. Just little tidbits like, man, uh, trips on a horse, and that's like the plot of the movie. Or like, <laughs> like small guy wins lottery. And then the other person, after drawing that, would have to pitch that movie to the other person. And so it was kind of already a collaboration of ideas. It wasn't just one person pitching their movie to someone. It was uh, <laughs> this weird morphed <laughs> mishmash like a fusion of the two because we were yeah. kind of like invested in the other person's idea too because we kind of pitched their idea to them um and we were kind of going vice versa like um we were taking turns just kind of like pitching these ideas yeah and at the end of it we realized that with with all these ideas that we've pitched there were a few common themes that we really liked running through all of the ideas there were things like being accountable is important but how do you show it? There are things like living in the present is great, but maybe like 90, 10, like maybe live in the present 90% and then 10% think about everything else or, um, yeah. Yeah. And that's how we got a basis for our current idea, which I'll let Rohan give a synopsis that is safe. But not <laughs> okay. Um, well, yeah. So all those 10 ideas, 12 ideas, prompts kind of like morphed into this one weird, like simplified log line, which is uh, something along the line of a college student who is uh, kind of forced to reconsider and relive his last semester in college right before he graduates. And he is, um, okay, I don't know how much how much I can give away here. Uh, Daniel has this thing pulled up. <laughs> um, I'm going to read this out to you. A college student enters their last semester reeling from a spontaneous breakup or winter vacation. As the semester drags on, they struggle to find a direction to start moving forward with, with graduation inching closer each day and looking um, anticipation on a life outside of college. The protagonist must learn how to create their own happy existence. So that's kind of like, that's kind of like the, the, the short 
synopsis or almost a log yeah. line for for the film. The the elevator pitch. The elevator yeah. pitch. That's uh, right. Best elevator yeah. ride ever. <laughs> Speaking of really quickly, have any of you actually ever pitched in an elevator? I was wondering what the the real world thing is on that. Now, see, the elevator, you can't really get your arm all the way out to throw oh. the baseball. Oh, okay, so right. It's not you a jam curve. the fingers, right? You put a dent in the wall. You throw a curve and you just end up yeah, so carpal tunnel finger. or something. Oh right. you, end up, you end up hitting yourself. So it's not a great place to pitch. But uh, I hate oh, wow. you. Uh, your, your synopsis sounds um, a lot like you could put potentially some personal and... Uh, what is the word for it? It's not antidote. Ant, ant, uh, anecdotes. No, it Some is anecdote. Ex- yeah. Oh, is it? Anecdote. Okay. No, I said antidote. Yeah, like that's it was an, 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 <laughs> hey, So that's wrong. Okay. Anyways, it sounds like you guys can add some personal experiences. Perhaps uh, I think it's important to include for legacy of this show that, or this podcast in particular, that most of you guys of college experience has been through COVID. So vastly different than what we experienced. So, yeah. It sounds a lot like you can throw in a lot of really good uh, pieces of real lived experience into this so that other folks, even outside of college, can really understand the story you're going for. Again, to harp back on that know your audience sort of thing. I know you're getting a grade for it, but <laughs> a lot of other people are oh, going to yeah, watch it and sure. enjoy and, it. And that's kind of like what what we're, we struggled with in the beginning. Like we, we want to make it more than just uh, a college story. Because um, we want it mm-hmm. to be uh, relatable to stu- to people who who are not in college, you know, uh, right, we want yeah. it to be more than just a Juniata college story. Because we want people from mm-hmm. around the world to watch it and 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 get something out of it. And and we do hope um, to submit this to film festivals and and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're going forward with yeah. that mindset. Hope they enjoy yeah. a human right. story. Um, a, a human, a real human story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. I have a, a follow-up question on how you got to this point. Uh, can you explain, I know you talked about your process to get to it. I think that's fantastic. Not many creatives talk about that that process most of the time because they don't know how to talk about it. So that's awesome about you guys. What was that sort of aha moment of this is the uh, ticket? This is what we're going to go with. Should we talk about the lightning strike? <laughs> you, we, yes. It feels like we've had a lightning strike almost every day. We have going forward with this. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I remember one uh, one lightning strike moment for me was I I had initially pitched an idea to Rohan, and it was very loose. It was a framework, if anything, and I I believe after we had gotten our writing team assembled, it's four people. Two of us are us and then two of them are them um and after we, we had all gotten together there was this one day that rohan brought in this flushed out version of the plot and i read it over once and i was like i don't know if i like this <laughs> yeah he was he was very rude to me yeah, okay? I, I had much to say about certain things uh and then later that night i had gone back to my dorm to reread it uh read it longer than I had already read. It was like five pages and I took 15 minutes. Um, and I sat there and I really tried to put myself in the character's shoes. And I realized that I actually liked the story and the plot a lot. And there was like one or two things that I didn't. 
instead of me disliking the whole story. And when we got back and we all came back together as a group, I was like, I think the main character is a little creepy. <laughs> but everything <laughs> else that happens would work if he wasn't creepy. And we had many mm -hmm. debates about that. Right. And and the, <laughs> the point of this was that we workshopped it, right? Like, so one of the one of the most important mm -hmm. things that I think we've learned is is workshopping and getting feedback in a very specific way, right? So when I pitched this this mm -hmm. um, idea, I gave them this five page flushed out idea. I I kind of asked them to ask me questions, right? Instead of instead of a kind of comments, kind of like ask me why this is the way it is, which I wouldn't realize that I haven't answered as someone who wrote this, right? Like. It's, it was really helpful for me to kind of recognize those gaps. Like, and this can apply to any creative, any creator, right? Like when we make our own things, like we can miss a lot of gaps and, and, and it's really important for the other person who's, who's receiving this, this media to ask questions about why things are the way they are. And um, to quote Ted Lasso, which, is, which has been one of my favorite <laughs> shows so far, we both have been watching it uh, from season one. There's a scene with the, the dart scene. It's a really iconic, cool scene Ooh, where... One of my favorites. Oh, this mm -hmm. is... It's beautiful. Uh, the protagonist is uh, kind of like in a very influential scene. And I'm not going to get into the action of it. But uh, he says this line. He says, be curious, not judgmental, uh, which works great for feedback. Because when you get feedback from curious people, you can really workshop that and make it something that actually works rather than getting getting feedback from judgmental people or from yeah. a judgmental point of view, because then you can't really get ahead, right? So one thing that we've kind of like learned as like a big soft skill is how to get feedback. Or provide. Mm -hmm. Or provide. Yeah, no, yes. that's awesome. <laughs> or provide. We, we had a whole show on that and you harped on a lot of things that we talked about. When you asked that question, Deep in your the back of your head, you're like, oh, this kind of this kind of sucks. But you're asking the question that shows that yes, you're interested, yes, you're invested, and it, it's also putting the other person on the spot. Why did I choose that character uh, development? Why did I choose that name? Why did I choose that? You could ask questions about literally everything, and that person isn't going to feel judgmental because uh, as soon as you say something that isn't uh, positive feedback or even constructive it turns it changes the whole dynamic of that entire workshop that whole conversation and then people are getting defensive and like you said you're not moving forward so in in order to keep the spirit creative and keep moving forward and maybe we scrap the whole idea but we scrap it in good nature we scrap it because we've got a better one coming up and the awesome thing about your conversation is that yes there are lots of different lightning strike moments aha moments eureka moments whatever you want to call them and that just means that your uh constructive constructive process your creative process is working because if you chose and you you use the same the one thing that you came up with the first time you came up with it it's going to have flaws, oh, yeah. <laughs> but as you workshop ideas and as you bring in other people's ideas and as it works cohesively, those are the skills that you will use outside of Juniata College because working on as a creative means you're working on a team. Unless, of course, you get like 5 million subscribers on YouTube and you're just a travel <laughs> vlogger, but hey, who knows, right? <laughs> who knows? So that's really cool. That's really awesome about the feedback. Yeah, one, one of the other major themes we're working on with our film was learning to love the process and try and stop being goal oriented at least when it comes to mm -hmm. working in the creative process because you just get endlessly frustrated mm -hmm. with 
Mm -hmm. I don't know, obsessing how it turns out. Um, I like watching Chopped. You know, <laughs> like the, the cooking show. Yeah, the cooking show. Um, it's a good show. Yeah, it's it's a perfect pastime thing. I love watching. You know, like oh, I'm Angela. I'm 26. Like I study law, but my real mm -hmm. goal is to make cupcakes, right? And then she goes and makes cupcakes, wins the whole thing. But they go from introduction to the amazing cupcakes she made. It's like any lawyer can just pull these like 48 pumpkin cupcakes out of her butt, and it's just like I I want to. I wish I could see. Everything because I've, at the end of at the end of a chopped show, I'm fulfilled in a very surface level way. But I wish right. I had seen the baking process. I wish I knew Angela better and how or why she decided to put you know hollandaise instead of I don't know some other garbage on top of the cupcakes. Oh my you know? God. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an interesting. No, long story yeah. short, I enjoyed telling that story more than everyone probably enjoyed hearing it. But <laughs> the, the point is, is that I love the process. He's a, he's a, he is a very process oriented guy. I, I, I think you'll find something that might be difficult as you do this for your senior project. Jacob, definitely speak to this. Because you're in the college atmosphere, you have to love the process, but it's also going to be driven by how much you have done in segments. And that's going to fight against your whole mantra of got to love the process. Gotta, because the way you're graded, because it is a semester long project, correct? The way you're graded is through milestones and stuff like that. And yes, outside of college, you're going to have to have those milestones if you're working in a production shop or anything like that, because clients want to know what's going on, right? It doesn't matter what you're making. They're going to be like, did you, did you do something? Have you done anything yet? Where is the work? Where's the work? Where's the work? And so I love the, love the process thing because that is how you continue and sustain yourself and not get burnt out because that's where people get burnt out in the process. Yeah. But it's going to push back. Jacob, talk about how uh, when you were doing the pro, uh, you were doing your project, the the Wyman project, how you had to show that you were submitting work and getting stuff done and, and not getting bogged down by that. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting because I mean, so that whole first semester basically was you know writing and editing, right? Uh, the story, writing this or editing the story, not the actual video because we hadn't shot anything, but. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, it, I basically would loosely tell my advisors being like, yeah, I'm going to write 20 pages this week. Not, I didn't always write 20 pages that week, but some, but it was mm -hmm. all about at least, you know, making up for it. Right. So maybe I had a slow week. I, I, I could only pump out like five pages, but then the next week I really had, uh, you know, that lightning strike moment and I pump out like 36. Uh, and it's so it, it's, you know, it is kind of a, a little bit more of a nebulous milestone system in the pre-production phases when you're still sorting out, you know, the script and where you're going to shoot and everything's like that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just the ability to, you know, keep going despite the slow weeks, right? Uh, because it, that's going to happen. Uh, you know, I, I loved all of it, but Obviously, there are some weeks where maybe I wasn't loving it just because uh, it was my own mental hurdles to to get past. But yeah, it's it is important. I mean, you just bring it up the the love the process because uh, you know it's it's remembering why you love the process yeah. <laughs> or want to love the process. I think I think it can really get. I mean, b based on like my experience with other projects, I think uh, focusing too much on the goal can be difficult when you're going for such a long time scale project right like yeah this is like a year-long project like we're starting in the fall we hope to be done by like 
the spring, like end of spring, right? So this is going to be yeah. a long time from now. So I think we still have to find something to latch onto. And, and luckily, I think we have found that. Like we, like this is honestly for me, it's been like the best time of my life just working on this. And we, I, I kid you not, like we work every single day. We have a dedicated, yeah. we have mm-hmm. a dedicated hour minimum that's set every single day. Uh, and we, we put in that hour uh, together. And I think it's been it's been very grounding for me. It's it's been a very good time and just kind of keeping us going. I, I will say working mm-hmm. on a capstone project, a, a project of like this scale with someone else that's as motivated as you is like a godsend. I can't imagine <laughs> working mm. alone. Oh, on me neither. Like that would I, be terrifying. <laughs> because the second you lose motivation, it's like you have yourself to pick up. Right. And I, I know it's coming. One of us at some point might get burnt out and the other person will be there. Mm-hmm. And if we both get burnt out at the same time, at yeah. least we can rejoice in both being burnt out, right? It's not a lonely <laughs> experience. It's a yeah. very communal thing. It is a very communal. It's a shared experience. It is yeah. a shared experience. So I'm glad yeah. to be working with It's you another guys. great Ted Lasso bit. <laughs> you know, losing <laughs> together. Oh, <laughs> you know what's worse than being worse sad? Than losing and being alone. <laughs> being yeah. sad and alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're all just a bunch of Ted Lasso fans, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nate what's your status my status is I have to head out boys but there's a couple things that I want to ask you and I will leave and I hope to listen back onto this conversation for the answer first of all uh, I would love to hear about how mentors have pushed you to the position you're in now whether that means you're a senior in college or that means you're working on this project or those mentors are at Juniata allowing you and helping you um complete realize a project like this so i love to talk about mentors uh if there's any other sort of managerial sort of things about creating a, pro- a big process like this would love to hear about that and lastly if jacob if you can make sure that these get answered i i think it's important that people know especially folks at juniata and young creatives know what's out there do you have plans for the future what are you thinking uh, after this end of this year, this or not this year, this semester, or in the next semester, end of next semester, what's it look like for you? What, what are you going to do? And and if that's scary, how are you going to use the content you created at Juniata to propel you forward? Or is this just kind of fun? So on that note, I have to head out, but I'm very excited to hear the answers to these questions. I'm super excited that you guys got to be on the show. Um, so on that note, I'm going to head out. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Jacob, it's up to you. You got you keep them straight. Keep all them right. going. All right. Do you mind if we do the management side first? I'm still thinking. <laughs> Go for it. Sure. All right. Okay. So things things that we've learned about in in terms of managing a project of this scale um, is 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 huge because that is the soft skills that kind of Nate was talking about in the beginning of the show uh, that we we've learned. I already touched upon kind of like receiving feedback. That was huge. Um, but the other thing uh, that we kind of are, are working toward is um, building a, a project that is sustainable and it's something that works for everybody and everybody's willing to put in that kind of effort. Because honestly, this is not a job, right? Like when we put out that interest form, right. people came in because they wanted to be a part of this. And we are kind of managing their expectations in a way that kind of like they get things out of this right so for yeah. that reason like we're, we've kind of created uh these departments 
uh, where we have, uh, we kind of have like seven department heads. We call them the directors. So we have obviously the director of the movie. We have an assistant director, a producer, a sound director, an art director, and a director of editing, right? Kind of like the, and obviously they have overlapping roles and roles that are not in their name traditionally. Um, but these are kind right. of the people who are responsible for their departments, which can include people uh, from the, the group of 30 that we have committed, right? And we've kind of given free reign to these directors as leaders on this project. And we've kind of given them the independence of, of calling meetings, of, of uh, including uh, other professors. Like they run their own department. And that kind of independence is, is serving as intrinsic motivation to a lot of these people and they're putting in proactive action without the two of us who are kind of like taking lead on this, going to them and asking them to do things. They are coming to us and coming to us with ideas and they're coming to us with uh, solutions to problems proactively, which has been great. Um, and these are people that we trust, right? Like there is that element of, of trusting these individuals with um, our like essentially our, our senior project, but that's the thing. It's it's not yeah. just our project, right? It's it's their project as well. So motivation yeah. has been a huge management skill almost that we've kind of had to learn and getting people uh, motivated is is what um, I think. I think it's something that has helped us so far in the writing process. We've had some great writers and really motivated writers, but I'm, I'm pretty sure as we move forward with this, uh, motivation is going to play a key role in, in keeping the keeping the momentum going, you know? Yeah, I like that because I, I think about my experience and I mean, I, I had, you know, people who were like Fisher Stroud, friend of the show previously on a podcast, uh, who was the director of photography. Uh, so uh, Nate was the assistant director, you know, uh, audio engineers and things like that. But it was hard for me to uh, let go and not be part of every single thing because right. I was like, "Cause this it's your is baby. my baby." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <I'm> not- <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it's awesome not only having that uh, that that structure that you've built in, but also just you know, you're asking someone to babysit your baby for the first time. <laughs> But realizing it's like, hey, it's the uncle. They still care about the baby. Right. <laughs> right. <Yeah. So, laughs> That's yeah, a very good analogy. Um, <laughs> and I think I think what you said, structure is important. Uh, I think the other the second part to this is is systems. Right. I feel like systems uh, kind of go bigger than what uh, individuals are. Uh, so, for example, we as people who kind of started this project have a system going right with and the system um, can be for a writing process. It can be for the production process. For example, uh, what is the checklist of things that you need to do before a shoot? And this is the responsibility of the assistant director. They're going to make sure the cameras are charged. Like they have this list of things that are going to be controlling most of the problems that we might face. And then what do you do after the show? Where do you s- store the footage? Where do you have the backups? I was listening to the show yeah. and I remember you mentioning that Seagate uh, uh, Seagate hard drive of yours yeah. that failed. No, no slide on Seagate, <laughs> but like you know, I, we would like to control the most of the problems that we can control, and yeah. we know that we're gonna have problems that are bigger than that. And and but we want to anticipate most things and create systems for people to kind of 
be on the same page with each other. And and that along with structure is like a great uh, combination for, for motivation and keeping people yeah. uh, moving. Awesome. Yeah. So, so what about the, uh, the mentorship side of things? Who's been kind of your, your guiding forces just the, throughout the process, even though it's only been a few weeks so far. It does not feel like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, thinking about mentors for thesis projects, a lot of theses, research papers, or projects tend to have one or two advisors that are one is one is the person that's in your you know field of study, and one might be in a more specific specific field of study and these are the people that you'll consult from time to time and you'll ask them a question they'll i don't know pull some sage wisdom and be like oh well when i was conducting experiments this that this that and then you grow from right. that uh making a movie with rohan i think we find ourselves in a really weird situation where it's less so like um luke going to yoda and more so, like, Luke and all of his friends trying to figure it out on their own. <laughs> um, so, I mean, believe it or not, no one on this project, I think, has ever really made a movie before. Um, <laughs> and when, when talking about the structure that we have, the structure that's in place with all these directors that have their own little worlds that they want to work in, we also have um, mentorship coming from professors and mentorship coming from these directors that deal with their teams and get feedback from them that they provide to us. And so mm. it's less of a top down thing and more of a weird circle. Um, <laughs> anyone can be giving input or advice on any given day because we're all going through it together at the same time. Um, yeah. But if I had to point out some big, big mentors, people that are um, the closest to Yoda that we can get, um, <laughs> we do have... Uh, one of our good friends, Donna Weimer, uh, helping us out on the project. She is a yes. communications uh, professor. But and can get everything done. Can get anything done she wants because she can. <laughs> because she, she's Donna Weimer, you know. Yeah, she breathes and all the paperwork is done. Um, she's been very great. She has actually helped people with films before. But um, she, she has a lot to say about the process and advice to give us. Kind of the other person who who's worked, who's been influential in, in being the closest to uh, Yoda has been uh, another professor of ours, Jared Legru. Um, he has been a dear friend of ours, and he's kind of worked on these projects with us. He's a he's a professor of communications. He teaches video production. He's also a big nerd about cameras and audio <laughs> stuff, right? So we kind of have someone who who's kind of uh, into this field of of making movies and he in his college for his capstone made a movie and that's what that's who we go to for like some of the biggest um questions we have uh right kind of like the yoda like advice uh and sure. of course we have ryan gibney who's another mastermind in this in this field and and she also like is kind of like someone who we can go to uh because she knows a lot of she's a she's a natural born problem solver and the fact that she can think uh, creatively and critically and kind of give us that kind of feedback. Um, this, these are the kind of the three core uh, mentors we rely on when we're in need of a, of a meaningful advice, I would say. 
I mean, uh, that all sounds amazing. I think you guys are really set up for success in just the way you've talked about, you know, your your process and, and the structure that you have with, you know, delegation and, and your communication with the team and one another. Um, so you're, you're a few weeks in now, and obviously it's going to be a long process, and I can't wait to hear more about it. But uh, big picture, uh, I'm guessing that your goal is to, to get this out uh, around April for Liberal Arts Symposium. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. <laughs> that awesome. would be nice. Um, <laughs> we would. We were actually talking about this recently. Um, so for Liberal Arts Symposium, for the for the listeners who don't know, it's a it's a research kind of like uh, presentation day that we do here in this college um, in the month of kind of April. Uh, it's close to the end of the semester, and what we've realized lately is that uh, for that day when everybody is kind of presenting their research, we would like to present our research as well, right? And this is yeah. the research that that's kind of gone into uh, producing a studio, uh, the kind of research that we've kind of done in our own field in sound for Daniel and in, like, in, in being a director of photography for me. And uh, we kind of want to have a trailer ready for uh, kind of like the, the movie and present the trailer along with a presentation that talks about what it was like to work in a studio, work with people, work on this as a team. And then we uh, kind of want to do a, a film night of sorts, a premiere night at uh, the local theater. And hopefully that works out. Uh, and and yeah. we'll definitely keep you all posted and y'all can <laughs> come for our premiere night. We'll have, um, uh, it'll be like a, a day that's kind of, dedicated to to that and other uh films that might have been made over the course of uh, this academic year uh so now just to to wrap it up with nate's uh final question what does the future look like for you beyond this it's i know it's a big it's a big (laughs) ask but that is a that is a question that i haven't thought about (laughs) (laughs) coming to juniata i didn't really I didn't have a very specific idea of what I was going to be doing. Um, honestly, I thought I was going to be a communication uh, and English <laughs> major. Uh, and now I am a very, very vague IMA major. Um, and I think over the course of those three years, I have a very, uh, I don't have a better idea of what I want to do. I just know what I don't want to be doing. And so in that way, I'm not necessarily married to the idea of me being an audio mixer or a video dude or even somebody that writes blogs or makes vlogs for the rest of my life. But I think by coming here and being able to try so many things at a liberal arts college, I've set myself up in a way that if if I wanted to do anything, I feel like I would have a really good footing starting out doing that. And I've kind of picked up the process of learning how to learn. So whatever field I end up setting foot in, I think I'd have a really excellent head start on the whole process of things, even if I don't have the expertise that, I don't know, somebody who went to four years or eight years or, you know, 55 years of college would have. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's a very cool thing, learning how to learn. And um, I I definitely, I don't think I could have put that in words. Uh, So thank you for (laughs) saying that out loud for me. Uh, but I would I would say for me it's 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 kind of the same thing. Um, I've when I came in to Juniata, I came in as a business uh, major, and uh, <laughs> now I'm here making a, a movie. 
So it's it's been a long process of self discovery and and learning to um, and finding out what I love to do, uh, which has been great, honestly. Because um, if if I wasn't doing this, I don't know what I would have been doing, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have been this happy. And um, going into the future, I'm kind of going in with the same mindset that like I I really don't know what's gonna happen um, right out of college, like. I know I gotta stop planning that, but like I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not too worried uh, because um, I feel like I've I've gained the skills to kind of do most things in the things that I'm interested in, and as long sure. as I love doing what I love doing, uh, as long as I love doing what I'm doing, um, I think I can. I usually put in the time and effort that's necessary to become good at it, and that's why uh, this movie has been influential because. We're learning so much uh, just based on, um, like, we're not just making a movie, right? Like, when we simplify it down to making a movie, it's not just taking a camera and going out and, and filming a bunch of people. Like, it's it's more than that. There's so much back-end work. Uh, there's so much stuff you need to do. And it's yeah. the process that's made me learn so much. And I've kind of fallen in love with this process because... You have this like little baby that you have to take care of and watch it grow and become something, something really beautiful. And yeah. you don't really have much out of control. diapers, yeah, no <laughs> diapers and uh, crying and sleepless nights and <laughs> it's yeah, it's a lot like but raising a baby. <laughs> yeah, at some point it goes off to college and you've never been more proud. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's kind of what uh, the plans—not even plans, but like kind of the outlook for me is looking into uh what comes after college for me yeah awesome well i'm i i can't wait to see you know how this project progresses and hear what the title is and and all of that (laughs) and uh if if you know the listen if the listeners have noticed uh nate had to drop out uh due to some disappeared but uh, I know that <laughs> he didn't eat enough bananas, so the potassium yeah. dropped. <laughs> I know he was also very excited, and and we're both happy that you guys could come on and and talk about your process a little bit, and hopefully in the future, uh, may I mean maybe in your in the thick of filming, or I know how stressful that can be, but afterwards, you know, have you guys get get back on here and, and we can talk more like about a post. Post yeah. project podcast, yeah, post mortem, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we well, in order to get to that, uh, how about we? I I kind of personally had one uh, question for you, and I know Daniel's also uh, oh. dying to know this. Uh, what is what is like? Not to be too cliche with this, but I'm gonna be cliche with this. What is one piece of advice that you would give us? That's something you wish you knew while you were starting out, like. This is I'm talking about senior year. You were on a podcast, and like someone on the podcast was talking to you about the movie you were making, and they yeah. told you about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a totally fair question, and honestly, something that I should have expected or have an an- had an answer for right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so may- maybe in in two parts. One is, uh, you know, take a step back and realize how cool the thing that you're doing is uh because one of the the coolest things about you know having done the why men now being two and a half years removed which is kind of weird uh is you know still having or like during covid or towards the beginning of this year 
uh, Owen Graff, formerly on the podcast, just talks about like, oh, yeah, I watched it with uh, so-and-so and and we had a great time. And it's just the idea of, you know, providing that community or that that memory that people have of this was a really fun thing to have done. And just to not lose sight of that um, because it will be stressful at times, you know, maybe scheduling all of your shoots and being like, okay, we had to cancel this one. When are we going to fit it in in the next two weeks? And everybody's really busy because we're all still college students. But just being able to to keep that in mind, to put it in perspective that this is still something that is fun, <laughs> right? And and uh, things like that. Similarly, I think I've mentioned on, on the podcast before, uh, just I was so in my own head during the Wyman premiere that I wish I could, you know, be back in that moment so that I can fully appreciate, you know, being in that auditorium of people and uh, well, like really take in what was going on. Um, so, uh, yeah, to that end of it, just be in the moment, man. Uh, <laughs> but more practical, non cliche advice, uh, I guess uh, <laughs> this is actually a. An adage from uh, the choir director at, at Juniata College, uh, who would always tell us, plan your work and work your plan. Uh, and it is just, you know, I had all of my shot lists of everything uh, so that it wasn't even just like storyboards. I had written down every single thing that needed to be done, every single angle that needed to be there audio things like that and just having the precise plan uh to what each day is going to look like especially during that filming process uh because i mean as as you mentioned uh, from a previous episode there was the moment when my mechanical hard drive died uh which is why i always steer away from mechanical hard drives now <laughs> because there's no chance of recovery for those trust me we're <laughs> sticking with ssds for this one <laughs> yeah yeah uh but because i still had you know the framework of what i was doing those days that i lost that we were able to still get it done uh, and just schedule it for another day so i think just being detail oriented because being big picture is great but when it comes down to you know living and dying by every day shooting these this many scenes or things like that. It, it's great to have that, have that all figured out Damn. so that <laughs> when something happens, you're not too stressed because you know, you can, you can get it back. Right. And, and just to add that premiere night, premiere day uh, for Y man, the two of us were there. We were freshmen <laughs> uh, sitting there, just watching this amazing thing unfold in front of our eyes. And I personally, at the end of it, uh, I know there's this one dialogue. It's the it's the final dialogue where the main character says about that night, and at that moment I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, and, <laughs> and I want to make a movie. <laughs> you know? oh, so awesome. hey, I'm telling you, you you played a huge role in, in my life personally. Uh, kind of kind of kickstarted the the video production and movie making process in my head. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. That that's that's so kind of you. <laughs> Jacob, being at that premiere was like, that was the first student-made thing I think I'd seen at my time at Juniata College. And so looking at that, I was like, oh, like, I didn't know you could make a movie for your project. But I'll do that. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, he did that. Like, come on. And then I don't think I realized how, how 
like crazy that whole thing was until we got into video production one right and you know you're holding the camera but it's like shaking all over the place and, you know it's like zooming in on their nose and then their mouth and then like the focus is off and i just yeah. looking back it, it like remembering that peer mirror just got better and better every time i think about it like how much you had to have like done beforehand in pre-production and post and like during and holy crap man yeah, <laughs> yeah so thank you for yeah. doing that yeah <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, it, it, it's similar to me. I mean, there is there is someone who did a project my freshman year that I watched at LAS, and I was like, "Wait, what? You can do that?" So yeah, it's awesome to you know continue that effect, and I'm sure you guys will have that effect on on many other freshmen uh, once you once you premiere it. Uh, I remember you and Nate were saying that like life outside school is different. It's you know a different atmosphere, a different kind of beast to tackle. <laughs> Coming from a liberal arts school where you made possibly the greatest single piece of work that there, like, I mean, I'll give you the year, but you can give like the decade, the you know, however much. How, <laughs> what was life like after that? You made something, you knew you had all this, like you could do anything you wanted. What, what was that like entering the real life from that point? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, here's the thing is when you're applying for jobs, you can include that on your resume and it's on your website and things like that. The odds of the hiring manager or whoever actually looking at that thing, <laughs> extremely low. <laughs> but it's still, it's still, you know, the effects even, you know, in the month or two afterwards of, of having that premiere done and, and the weird standing stone screening we did. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's still, you know, kind of the, the weight is off of the, your shoulders a little bit. Uh, and so then, honestly, it is cool. I mean, you've talked about uh, doing festivals at, uh, for it and such. And uh, I mean, that was kind of a process that I learned just in the moment. Uh, filmfreeway.com, by the way, uh, is the hub. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> Not yet, but we'll write that down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> shout out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and just it's... It's such a more of um, like, obviously, there's all the joy of, you know, having the product out there for people to watch. And, you know, you tweet it out, you submit it to festivals and things like that and all the ways for people to actually watch it. But also it, it will just give you uh, more confidence in your ability to speak to things, I think, because you've actually done a lot of things just in doing this project. Right. Because. It's like Nate was saying earlier, the soft skills, it's, you know, the management side of things, the technical production side of things, uh, the communication, you know, promotional side of things. It's all uh, that's a lot of times I use the word things, but uh, it's just it all kind of coalesces into, you know, ways that you can continue to market yourself outside of just being like, hey, here's a movie. You're probably not going to watch it. Mm -hmm. uh, it I think it, it's it really helps. Uh, drive your confidence in your ability to uh, produce whatever it might be and is uh, uh, effective in a lot of different fields despite what, what you end up going for. Does that answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate the visceral honesty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it will be weird. I mean, Nate really drove it home. Like, it's... It's you're never gonna have time again for anything. Oh my god! <laughs> but, but 
there's there's still you know there's the room to reflect back on what you did but i mean look at nate and i now we're 31 episodes deep you know still able to do this stuff and work together and on different projects and things like that so it, it is a transition into a different kind of lifestyle but you know if if you're passionate about it which it seems like you guys are you'll make it work right whether it's in your career or as a as a you know a an after 5 p.m. kind of thing. <laughs> Thanks for those wise words. <laughs> no problem. I, 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 <laughs> I hope it made sense and wasn't cliche. Uh, thank you guys for coming on to talk about all this. Uh, this on. is uh, by far probably the, the longest episode we're going to have. <laughs> hey. uh, but wow. I, I loved every second of it. Uh, so, I mean, we can't you know end it yet. Obviously, we still have to do definitely not procrastinating. Uh, this is, in case you're not familiar, the segment of the show where we talk about something that we did, watched, read, whatever it might be, that inspired us uh, to continue uh, doing creative things in our lives. And uh, I'll kickstart us so you guys might, can have a second to think about it if you don't have something off the bat. Uh-huh. Uh, usually I bring in like a movie or a TV show or something like that. Uh, but the past couple weeks, I actually joined a pickup soccer league. Uh, in state college uh, that Nate and his fiance Winter uh, play in and uh, Sam Worley formerly on the show also played in and it's uh-huh. just been a great way to be bad at soccer but uh, <laughs> I don't I'm pretty sure most of the people don't resent me for being bad at soccer because everybody's just having a good time uh-huh. playing um, yeah it's it's been a good way to kind of you know meet new people and also just be active and and you know, release the pent up energy of frustration of not writing so many things or whatever it might be. But yeah, it's a it's a a quick one, but something that I've had a lot of fun with uh, the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I could try and I'll talk this one out as I go. <laughs> okay. Um, something I've found that helps uh, get me inspired is talking to other people. Um, one of my favorite things to do is. Sometimes I go through my phone in my contacts and I just scroll down to see all these people that, I mean, obviously I'm not at the same level of closeness with everyone, but just the idea that I could call anyone and maybe they'd pick up is uh, a very inspirational (laughs) thing. So sometimes I have these nights. Um, I had one two weeks ago when we were talking about the film where I, I think I called about 15 to 20 people and I asked them unnecessarily deep questions (laughs) about life philosophies and i premised it i'm like oh i'm gonna graduate soon uh you know how's them apples right and then (laughs) i get i get i get their take on life and working and balance and maybe not balance because balance isn't it because who knows um long story short i i found that being around like certain types of people give me a lot of energy and when I get to talk with them on a, a deep level where there's like really, really great connection, I just, I feel very warmed up inside and I feel like I can punch down buildings and kick <laughs> walls. And, and, I don't know. Feel invincible. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> find your tribe. Yeah. I think. I'm glad I found you to be a part of my tribe because <laughs> what I was going to talk about was, um, something that you touched upon, um, before Daniel, uh, and that was, um, being, a team um and like we do a lot of things together like we're, we're not just co-producers of a movie like we've been 
very good friends since freshman year. And uh, just kind of like having that partner and it being more than just a movie has been like a big thing in keeping me inspired uh, because this guy here is, is not like he he's been like like a friend. We've had like conversations up to like 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. We've gone to events together. We've thrown events together. We've we're part of the same friend group. We've kind of like had so many different adventures together. Not our first rodeo. Yes. So <laughs> that, it kind of is um, inspirational to have that partner. Um, but uh, a piece of content I, I would like to throw out there um, is something called, it's a, it's a YouTube video, uh, and it's, it's called um, How an Artist Turns Pro. And it's, it's hmm. by this channel called Storytellers. And it's like a 16-minute video, and it talks about the creative process of, of writing or creating anything creative. And how it talks about the pain you face when you are wanting to write something down, but you, it just doesn't come out of you. And there's a quote, I don't know by who, I don't remember, but it, it goes along the lines of like, wait for that moment, right? Like, and, and that's a big risk uh, because like you're kind of procrastinating, but like there's that moment of lightning strike when, and I know it sounds so cliche, but it's true and I've experienced it myself lately. Uh, there's a moment of lightning strike and it hits you and you're terrified that it's gonna leave you and you just have to get it down and you have to like write something. And um, I was inspired by that video a lot to kind of like take the risk to wait for that lightning strike moment. I wouldn't recommend it to everybody because there's deadlines and the real world doesn't operate that way. Um, but there's some, there's the romantic in me that's like, you just got to wait for that lightning strike and it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to come to you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so your yeah. segment for don't procrastinate, my, my kind of answer would be, well, <laughs> procrastinate, wait, 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 for wait, wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so, uh, as we wrap things up, uh, where can the people find you? So um, we talked about a few things, um, but we can start with more of um, um, more of our clubs and studios that we've started. So first of all, we have uh, the Juniata Creators website. It's called juniatacreators.com. Uh, you can find the club um, on that website. You can also find a lot of creators who are featured there and we're working on making that website a more fully fledged a website uh, featuring more and more creators. Um, the second thing is uh, 114 Banana Studios. As of now, we have an Instagram page called 114 Banana Studios. Apparently, it's a unique enough name that we got that username. <laughs> um, so you can find us there. We're actually posting updates about uh, what we've been up to, uh, what our process oh, okay. is looking like. So it's kind of like a behind the scenes of, uh, of what the movie um, process is. Uh, and so that's kind of like our two studio level uh, places where you can find us. Um, you could also find videos we make on the Juniata College YouTube channel. Um, if you like what we do or uh, would like to know what we do, uh, they're all there and I believe we're making some more this year. I believe we are. Four to eight more new videos. That's right. So who knows nice. what? So the Juniata College YouTube channel, it features everybody. Uh, if you want to find me, my name is Rohan Bandekar, R-O-H-A-N-B-A-N-D-E-K-A-R. 
underscore on Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. and YouTube. The underscore is important. Yes. I, I believe Rohan actually once paid someone to change their n- username. And they did not agree <laughs> with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really wanted the full name, you know, but <laughs> hey, <laughs> I tried. Um, <laughs> And if you want to reach me, my name is Daniel Mulidi, D-A-N-I-E-L-M-U-L-E-A-D-Y. I believe I am one of only two Daniel Mulidis out there. So. The other one died 300 years ago. No, well, no, no, he's my second cousin, actually. Wait, really? <laughs> you have a second cousin <laughs> yeah. named Daniel Mulidi? And he did not die 300 years ago. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, nice. who knows? Isn't there, isn't there a grave that shows up if you Google the name Daniel Mulidi? There is one, yes. And he lived for one year. He lived for one year. It was a really sad story. Oh, no. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> um, hey, Jacob, do you have any ideas for how to end happily? Uh, Other than death. Happy endings? <laughs> Other than, you know, me dying 116 years ago in 1905. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> uh, I don't know, because most of my tweets now are probably going to be kind of sad, because oh. Columbus Crew lost, Tottenham Hotspur lost, and the Cleveland Browns just lost by a very tight margins. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, you can find me uh, at Jacob Yesback <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, Nate is uh, Nate Ulrich 16 on Twitter. Um, he still hasn't told the story about why the number is 16. Oh, that's, are you saving um, that episode for like your... Like 16th. one one oh sixteenth million like or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll be a while. <laughs> but hey, you gotta hold on yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, uh thank you guys again for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you us. for having us. It's like being interviewed by a rock star that you're fans of. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> your idol reaching out to you about the movie. This is really bizarre, I'll have you know. Yes. One of the weirdest events I think I've done. While I'm here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> surreal right now. The lights went out, like, like our, our communication was uh, failing because of uh, Wi-Fi issues. But yeah. hey, hey, it, hey, it was surreal. You made it work. You made yeah. it work. <laughs> Just like we're gonna make the movie work. We're gonna have a lot of issues, but hey, we gotta keep work. going. <laughs> yeah. Thank you Thanks for listening. Write That Down is produced by Nate Ulrich and Jacob Novak. Music for this podcast includes Answered by Katza and Dream 13 by Punch Deck. You can find links to both artists in the description for this episode. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can email your questions or topic suggestions to askwtd at gmail.com. Once again, that's askwtd at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.